Welcome to Investing, Earning, Living podcast. Your hosts, Marika and Marek, who went from nothing to multimillionaires in their early 30s, will show you how you can invest more, earn more, and live more. How you can go from zero to a multimillionaire through strategizing, diversifying, and increasing your earning potential. Invest more, earn more, live more. Welcome to the Investing, Earning, Living podcast. My name is Marika and I'm your host for today. Um, Today I wanted to talk to you about uh, credit score and credit report and how the two things are important um, when applying for different uh, type of financial products such as uh, loan, credit card, mortgage, uh, bridging um, and how the lenders use the credit score and the credit report to provide you with um, the finance according to how you've managed uh, your finances in the past. So uh, in terms of the credit score, so what is the credit score? Um, so credit score is a score that the lenders will ass- uh, that the companies providing the credit reports will assign to you based on how you have managed your finances. So and the same for the credit report. Uh, the credit report is, is, is typically detailed report that shows, how you've managed the finances over a period of time. So it may vary between countries and typically in the UK, um, things in relation to how you've managed your finance, whether it was a credit card or a loan and how you've managed the payment for it, um, you know, what you've borrowed, um, you know, what was, how was it spaced out? It typically stays on the credit file for six years. So anything that's happened within the six years, the lenders will um, will see that when you are applying for a credit. So a credit score is, is a number, is the number that gets assigned to how you've managed your finances. Uh, whilst the credit report, it's uh, a report that details exactly what's happened um, over the past six years, typically in the UK. Um, so every single payment you've done or a payment you have missed um, or you were late, it will typically show up on the credit report and the score will get affected accordingly. Okay, so there is the different things influencing the credit score. So things like um, being on electoral roll. So when you are applying for a mortgage, uh, typically the lenders would like to see that you are on an electoral roll, that you are registered for a voting um, in the UK at least. Um, so that's one of the things Two, They want to see, you know, how long you've lived at a particular address, whether you've been there for many years or you have changed addresses, you know, whether you are traceable, basically, you know, 
Um, so if you, let's say, failed um, to keep up with your payments, that the lender will be able to track you down because if you are changing houses very often, uh, you are becoming, uh, you know, less trustworthy from that perspective, meaning you can um, basically um, start living anywhere you like and, you know, and kind of not notify uh, the lenders. Whilst if you've been at a particular address for a long time, uh, it's a bit less likely that you're just going to skive off because this is where you live. This is where you've lived for a considerable period of time. So, yeah, the longer you live at a particular address, the, the better it becomes from the trustworthiness and um, creditability point of view. Okay, so being on the electoral roll, living in a place um, for a decent period of time and um, levels of borrowing. Okay, so the lenders do not want to see high levels of um, personal borrowing. So typically anything up to £30,000 is perceived to be uh, to be okay. Anything above that, um, especially if you have many credit um, accounts, um, may start ringing some bells um, for the lenders. So they like to see, um, you know, low levels of debt, of personal borrowing, and they will also look at, you know, what percentage of your credit, of your allowable credit. So let's say you've got let's say two credit cards and they are, um, the limit is £10,000. And if you have used, let's say, more than 50%, um, meaning £5,000, so anything, uh, the closer to your limit, the less, um, the less uh, credit worthy you will be because Lenders will believe that you are starting to rely on credit when, you know, all your credit cards are maxed out, you've got higher levels of personal borrowing, and therefore your score will go down um, and you will then become, you know, less, less, less credit worthy. Okay, so in terms of your, so yeah, so that, that was the few main things. Let me just repeat, um, electoral role. Uh, you know, different credit accounts, um, you know, and how many you've got, um, how long you have lived at the particular address, and the usage of your credit um, versus your credit limit. Okay, so I think that is the main, the main things from, you know, how your score gets calculated. In terms of your report, um, so the report, as I've mentioned, will uh, detail uh, how you have been managing um, each of your credit account over the past typically six years. So any missed payment or any default or any late payment will show up on your credit report. And... Um, Although your score might be at excellent, so excellent um, on Experian. Experian is one of the main mm, credit report providers um, in the UK. 
um, anything above 800 um, is believed uh, to be an excellent score. Um, and uh, although your score might be excellent, um, your credit report may still show a mispayment. Um, for example, or a late payment. So typically, the lenders are not only looking at your score, uh, but also looking at your report and how you've managed um, your finance. So the main companies that are offering um, the credit reports, um, there is free and paid credit reports. So we've got the main two providers for a paid credit report that typically the lenders will then use um, to lend you um, on, on any sort of mortgage or loan product um, are Experian and Equifax. So Experian and Equifax are the two main credit report companies um, in the UK. You know, it might be different ones in different countries across the world. You might want to check, you know, what is applicable for where you live. Um, so different lenders will use the different um, companies. And typically, um, Experian and Equifax may show few different credit accounts so there's um there are there might be things that are showing up on Equifax but not necessarily showing up on Experian and that relates to how the credit companies uh, report on your payments on your payment uh, on how you've managed your payments and that gets then displayed um by the different credit companies. So when you are typically applying for a mortgage or a loan, I would suggest that you, you know, you not only check your experience, but also Equifax credit score. And also, if you can find out if the lender you are planning to use, if they are using Experian or Equifax. This is because uh, sometimes um, you will have like, as I said, some companies will report to one credit agency and not the other. So let's say if you've missed a payment on something and that comes up on a, a Equifax credit report, it may not necessarily come up on Experian credit report. Although the main providers, the bigger companies, bigger lenders will report across all the different agencies. But um, Companies such as like utility company, for example, may only choose to report to um, one of the credit um, agencies. Okay, so you have uh, the uh, paid credit reports and credit scores, and then you've got the free credit reports and, you know, the credit, course, um, credit score companies. So the paid one I've mentioned, it was Experian and Equifax. The free ones are ClearScore and Credit Karma. You know, things like ClearScore and Credit Karma. I'm sure there is others as well. So it's just 
um, throwing it out there for you. If you are starting up and you are not yet ready for any type of financial applications, I would suggest just uh, use the free one. But if you are an experienced um, investor, such as myself, uh, make sure you know what's going on across the different credit um, credit reports, including the you know the free and the paid ones. So uh, I monitor all my credit reports uh, very frequently. I make sure I never miss a payment on any of my um, of my uh, borrowings. Um, because as a property investor, as a large property investor, you know, one small incident can really set you back, um, big time. So that's why I'm always on top of it. And, you know, there is a chance that something will get missed. Um, but just try to minimize that. There is a chance that a payment will get missed, um, for whatever reason this could be. Uh, but just try and keep this to a minimum. And the the oldest the missed payment, the more favorable this is to you. So typically, and I think, so let's say if you've missed a payment, for the first six to 12 months, it will be very difficult for you to get credit because the lenders will see you as you are not um, credit worthy, you know, you're not credible enough. The older the missed payment or a late payment is, um, the better for your credit score and your credit report. So typically anything above 12 or even 24 months puts you in a better position. Okay, so I've mentioned that the lenders may use the different scores um, and the different reports. So it's important to, uh, to find out before you start applying for the different products you know, what are they actually going to use, which report they're going to use. And you want to be subscribing to that uh, report, even if it's on a short term. Typically for the first 30 days, uh, it's free. So you can always opt out if you've managed to check your report and everything's fine and you have applied for the mortgage, you can then sign out of that paid credit report. You know, if you are a, a big investor, then, you know, like myself, I tend to stay, uh, I tend to stay, um, I tend to stay on subscription all the time. Okay, yeah, so the different lenders use the different uh, credit companies um, to check your um, credit uh, reports and credit profiles. What is interesting is that although you may have a really good score uh, on on your within your credit, um, the lenders may still choose not to lend based on how you've managed your finance. So as I've mentioned, if it's a missed or late payment, they may still choose um, within you know fairly recent timing, um, they may still choose not to lend, especially um, you won't definitely be able to get good rates. So to get a really, really good rate on a mortgage, for example, you really need to have managed your finance 
really, really well. Um, and you know, and any if you've had any missed payments, they have to be a considerably long time ago. Uh, you may want to find out, you know, if the the the, the lender you are willing to use, uh, you know, what exactly their criteria for borrowing are before you are applying for any borrowing, because the last thing you want is to be rejected. Um, for a product. So typically we work with uh, mortgage brokers. We don't typically apply directly to a bank for a mortgage at our level because we just got um, many, many properties and existing products. Um, so we have to be careful how we, um, who we use and how we, you know, go around the application process and we tend not to directly apply to a bank um, because our position is complicated at our level. So the bigger investor you are, uh, the more complex it can be uh, to continue um, obtaining credit because you are just too big for the lenders. Um, so you will typically be working with different lenders um, if you achieve the level um, we are at. Okay, so um, just in terms of the guidance on how you can work on your score and improve your score. So as I've mentioned before, it's important that you get um, registered on the electoral register. Try not to change houses too often. Uh, you know, make sure when you change houses that you always... Uh, update, you know, where you are and that you are traceable and trackable. Never miss a payment on anything. Uh, try and pay things promptly. Uh, do not keep uh, your limits to, do not keep your uh, usage, credit usage to a maximum of its limit. Try and pay more than minimum every month. So the minimum you would want to pay is the actual minimum that on your credit card that shows up. Ideally, you want to pay more. If you want to very quickly improve your score, um, you need to be aggressively spending and paying things off. So you would be spending... Um, for all your expense, pay by credit card, whether you're going, you know, shopping, Tesco, or buying any clothes, or buying materials, anything like that. Uh, try and use your credit card and then pay it off in full. So when you start using your credit cards and start paying um, things in full, uh, your score will go up significantly. You know, not straight away, but we're talking about a few months, two, three months. If you keep doing that, you will increase your score. There is also um, credit repair companies um, such as uh, Portify or Bits, which is typically accounts uh, that you... Um, you subscribe to and they help you build your credit. There's also certain credit card companies that are the credit reaper companies, such as um, Va uh, Vanquist or Aqua. Uh, typically, 
these companies have a high APR rate, so high annual percentage rate. Um, so you may want to, if you are using these companies to repay your credit, um, just be aware of the APR rates. Um, they will help you build credit, but you have to be repaying ideally in full every month and that will boost your um, score. So they are good ways um, of uh, building up your score as well. Okay, so that's about it. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, feel free to email me on... Um, info at investingearningliving.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe um, and follow us on the Investing Earning Living podcast um, platform of your choice. Thank you for listening and see you again soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed the podcast, remember to like and subscribe on your platform of choice.